the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. What a great day to celebrate the Lord and share your faith. Let's pray. Avinu Malkinu, our Father and our King. Lord, we love you and, and we celebrate you. We celebrate you each and every day. And how much better is if it's a special day, a special day from your word, a special day from the calendar, Lord. And, and so we smile and we say, Lord, make divine appointments for us. Give us times to share so that people will know who you are. So, Lord, we thank you and praise you. We ask for an anointing on this radio broadcast that you would be glorified in everything we do and everything we say. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, good morning, good morning. It's important to understand, right, that the more celebrations we have that we can focus on the Lord, the more we remember, the more we observe and focus on the Lord, and the more we are thankful for who he is in our life. This month I'll be offering... To you, the Hanukkah Haggadah. For those of you who enjoyed the Thanksgiving Haggadah, you'll want this one too. For those of you who are new to this program or just didn't partake, grab a pencil so you can write down our number and call Karen as we want to send out many Haggadahs for Hanukkah. You know, you'll learn about Hanukkah through reading and discussion and participating. Hanukkah means dedication. And it's a wonderful holiday to help us remember that we are dedicated to Yeshua and that he's a light to the world. You won't want to miss our upcoming radio programs. I even will look at Christmas from the perspective of a Messianic Jewish rabbi, but I'm going to slip it in so you're going to have to listen to each program, yeah? Hanukkah begins of all times, December 24th. That is Christmas Eve. What a wonderful thing. Order our Haggadahs today, and you'll have something for every age group. My prayer is that it will bring people together to talk about God. You know, there are eight nights of Hanukkah, 
And so use this as an outreach to your Jewish friends, family, and co-workers. They'll never have heard of such a thing. A Hanukkah Haggadah, who would have known? But have fun with this. And yet the message is going to be about the Lord. Look, the cost of the Haggadah is $3. It's best if you can get one for each person who will participate. If you want a Haggadah and can't afford it, we'll send you one anyway. So call Karen at 813-831-5673. It's an easy phone number to remember uh, because the last four digits spell out the word Lord. So it's 813-831-LORD or 5673. If you leave a message, make sure you leave your address so we can send you these Haggadahs. Uh, I want to challenge you today to not let another holiday go by without using it to bring your family closer together and to share your faith in Messiah. So let's begin as we look at Hanukkah this month. Hanukkah is probably one of the best known Jewish holidays, mostly, I think, because it's at the same time as Christmas. Many Jews think of this holiday as a Jewish Christmas almost. You know, there are Christmas customs that happen at Hanukkah, like gift-giving, decorations, and some Jewish people even have a Hanukkah bush. In fact, in these days, they don't even call it a Hanukkah bush anymore. They just call it a Christmas tree. (laughs) However, the root of this holiday was a fight against spiritual and cultural assimilation and the freedom to worship God. Yet it has become, for some crazy reason, the most assimilated secular holiday on our calendar. So is this a biblical holiday? Should we celebrate it? Let's examine a bit of the history leading up to it, okay? Approximately 325 years before Yeshua, Alexander the Great conquered Syria, Egypt, and Israel but allowed the lands under his control to continue observing their own religions. Everything was so good, many Jews assimilated into the Hellenistic culture, adopting the language, the customs, and the dress of the Greeks. Sound familiar? Yeah, I bet it does. So, like Christians and Jews today in America, right? Even believers have assimilated into secularism, as their biblical standards have been lowered so that they can seem normal to those around them. Look, we better go back to history, otherwise I'll start talking about assimilation, which can be such a a, a terrible thing for a believer. At any rate, Antiochus IV came into control of the area, and he began to oppress the Jews. He put one of his priests in the temple uh, killed Jews, he made it against the law to practice Jewish, the Jewish religion, and he even sacrificed pigs on the altar in the temple. Yeah, pretty bad, right? So uh, God just uh, brought out a family, uh, Mattathias and his son Judah Maccabee led a revolution, and they had many, many tough battles because they were totally outnumbered. But, uh, you know, God has a habit of doing that, right? With the small numbers, they won, and they went to rededicate the temple, and they found it was a a terrible mess. So according to the tradition, as we read in the Talmud, 
Uh, at the time of the rededication, there was very little oil left to the little uh, to the um, to light the menorah. Now, a menorah is a, con- a candelabrum, but uh, instead of having uh, six candles, it actually had nine. But we'll get to that in a second. So they wanted to light the menorah. There was enough oil to burn for only one day, yet a miracle happened. It burned for eight, and that's why an eight-day festival was declared to remember this miracle. And that's why the Hanukkah menorah, which is also called a Hanukkah, that's why it has nine candles. You have the one, which is the Shamas, which we'll talk about later. It lights all the other candles. And so we have eight candles representing each night. So note that the holiday commemorates the miracle of the oil, not a military victory. And I, and I really believe, you know, the, the reason for that is because Jews don't glorify war. Uh, so, is Hanukkah in the Bible? No. Well, okay. It is just a wee bit. Let's, if you take a look at John 10, 22, it says, At that time, the Feast of Dedication, which is Hanukkah, took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Yeshua was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. To the best of my knowledge, that's the only place that Hanukkah is mentioned in the entire scriptures, old or new. Now, as I mentioned before, Hanukkah means feast of dedication or consecration. And in particular, the annual feast uh, beginning on the 25th of Chislev, which is usually around the middle of December, instituted by Judas Maccabee in 164 before Yeshua, before Messiah, in memory of the cleansing of the temple from the pollution of Antiochus Epiphanes. So, in 164 B.C., that's... That period of time is called the intertestamental period, which is referring to the period of time between the Hebrew Bible and the Christian New Testament texts. Uh, This information is found not only in the Talmud about the Maccabees, but also in the Apocrypha. Now, the Apocrypha is a selection of books which were published with the original King James Bible in 1611, and these 15 books are part of the Catholic version of the Bible and not part of the Protestant or Jewish Bible. So 1 Maccabees and 2 Maccabees of, is the story about Hanukkah you find in the Apocrypha. Isn't that interesting that it's not even seen as canon, so to speak, in the Jewish Bible? So let's look at some of the themes of Hanukkah, and they come out of the story of Hanukkah. So the first theme that I think of is deliverance. God delivered his Jewish people. He delivered the family of the Maccabees, and they received their freedom once again. They were no longer oppressed. And God wants to do that with you and me. He wants us to be delivered. Amen? Okay. Secondly, a second theme is that there was a cleansing of the temple. 
And don't you know it that God wants us to cleanse our temple, our body, mind, and spirit needs to be cleansed before we are dedicated, right? Before we say, Lord, I am yours, we want to be clean before God. Thirdly, is, of course, dedication, with Hanukkah meaning dedication, and the Maccabees rededicating the temple to the Lord, we need to dedicate ourselves, our temple, to the Lord. Four, light, the miracle of the light, lasting beyond one day. Yeshua is the light, and he has eternal light, right? (laughs) And we are to receive his light, and we pass it on to everybody we meet. And that's another theme. The fourth theme is the light. He is the light of the world. That's the fourth theme of Hanukkah. And the fifth theme of Hanukkah is a servant. On the menorah, one candle is higher than the others. This candle is called the shamas, which means servant. This candle gives light to all the others so that they can have light. So Yeshua modeled servanthood to us. And we've been called to serve God first and then to serve all others. These five words are very much related to each other. You know, we're delivered, we're cleansed, we dedicate our lives, we're asking to be a light, and we become a servant. So let's look at these words a little more closely. First, deliverance. We were delivered from the Romans, but they really, in in our sense here, represent sin and the world. We were delivered from um, being um, really... Hellenistic, we were, it, it, when you are delivered, you feel more compassionate, more passionate about God. And so you don't want to assimilate. You don't want what the world has. You've been delivered, right? And Hanukkah is about really being delivered from sin and death. And we know in Romans 12, 2, and Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And and we are set free. That's what deliverance does. It sets us free. And John 8, 36 says, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And that's what it means not to be a slave to sin, not to be a slave to To this world, we have been delivered. We are free. Secondly, cleansed. When I think of cleansed, I think of 1 Corinthians 6.19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Once we realize that it's all God's, we want to clean up our act, right? We want us ourselves to be clean. And, of course, we've, we've said this scripture oftentimes on this show, but Psalm 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, 
and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn to you. Beautiful, beautiful scripture about becoming clean before the Lord. As I mentioned, the third uh, theme is dedication, and I love this scripture in Second Chronicles 2.4. Behold, I'm building a temple for the name of the Lord my God to dedicate it to him, to burn before him sweet incense for the continual showbread, for the burnt offerings, morning and evening, on Shabbats, on the new moon, on the set feasts of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance forever to Israel, and just as they dedicated that temple, we dedicate our temple this day. Not just one minute or and, and then forget about it, but it's in the morning, it's in the evening, it's on the Sabbaths, the new moons, the set feasts. It's just a 24-7 time. We dedicate ourselves to the Lord. Fourth, as I mentioned before, Hanukkah is all about, sometimes it's called the Festival of Lights. So it's all about light. And the menorah is that nine-branched candelabrum, or a Hanukkah. And one candle, as I mentioned before, is higher than the others. And even though it's higher, it's called the shamas, the servant candle. It lights the other candles each night. Though Jewish people don't recognize Yeshua, uh, they still do this. They, they take the Shamas candle, they just don't think it represents anybody or anything. The concept of a higher candle serving the others by lighting it is a wonderful picture of Yeshua, our Messiah, because it's God lighting us. He is the highest, yet he served us. As the candles are lit by the shamas, we understand that our light comes from God. As one of us receives God's light, each time another candle is lit, it gets brighter. And so the same thing is with us. As we get together with other people who have the light of God, that room gets brighter. If many candles are lit, the light is even brighter. That's how we build a community of light. John 1.9 says, that was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. John 8.12 says, then Yeshua spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in the darkness, but have the light of life. And the fifth theme, as I mentioned, is the shamas, the servant. Uh, It is just beautiful to picture the higher, that God is higher than us, as the shamas candle is higher than the others, but serves by bringing light to the others, as Yeshua brings light to us. Reminds me of Mark 10, 44, and whoever of you desires to be first, shall be slave of all, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. We see the beauty and the meaning of this holiday. There are some great lessons to be learned here, just as the physical 
temple was defiled. Our temple and our body and our mind has been defiled. And, and we have to make sure that we're not prone to these areas. Now, I'll tell you, uh, we don't have a lot of time to go into these areas that have defiled our temple. But next week, I want to talk to you a little bit about Hellenism and progressivism and relativism and emotionalism and even super spiritualism. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) You might want to listen next week, right? Um, We just have to remember, though, whatever we do, we have to dedicate or rededicate ourselves to the Lord knowing that we've been delivered, cleansed, we dedicate ourselves, we become the light, and we become a servant before the Lord. You know, we're at the end of the year, and we certainly, certainly could use your financial help and support. We don't have a business advertising our program to give us a revenue stream, so we depend completely on your gifts and your generosity at this time of the year. And uh, what a good way to get a tax deduction at the end of the year. So I also want you to remember that I designed this Hanukkah Haggadah so that you would have an easy way for your family and your neighbors and your coworkers and your friends to make God the center of your time together. It won't be awkward because you're going to be using a third-party influence, this Haggadah. And you'll say, let's just read through it, and you'll see how it will provoke conversation and discussion. It, and each night you do this, it will be a wonderful time for you and your family. So get one for each person. And invite people over, Jewish people, those who are not Jewish, um, and and just have a Haggadah for each one. Actually, <laughs> do you realize your good fortune this year? The first night of Hanukkah is Christmas Eve, and the last night of Hanukkah falls on New Year's Eve. So do you have enough courage to start each of those celebrations, inviting to your home non-believers and celebrate Hanukkah with them? You know, I've got to say, if you are invited somewhere else and you know there are 10 or 20 people going to be there, why don't you bring 10 or 20 Haggadahs to somebody else's house and uh, a menorah and candles and suggest that you go through this Haggadah? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Look, the cost of the Haggadah is $3 per Haggadah. It's best if you can get one, as I said, for each person who's going to participate. And there are games in the back for the kids and and things for them to do. If you want a Haggadah and you can't afford one, we'll send it to you anyway. Listen, call Karen at 813-831-5673. It's an easy phone number to remember because the last four numbers represent the word Lord. So it's 813-831-LORD. And if you order by leaving a message, please also give us your address. That will be helpful in sending out these Sagatas. They're beautiful. They're 32 pages, color. Uh, it's, you, will, you will see. They, they are excellent. We're going, and also, we are going to give you links. So, for instance, if you don't know a song or how to sing the Hanukkah blessings, 
Uh, there will be a link. You put it in your, uh, your smartphone, and you get right to our page, and you can sing along with me or, or my daughter or some others in, in, in the blessings and the various songs. It would be so cool. Listen, also come visit us Friday night and Saturday mornings at Sharesh David. Uh, we'd love to see you. Well, you know, I might talk about Christmas next week, so join this radio show each week and wait for me to talk about Hanukkah and Christmas. Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. I pray this broadcast touched your heart. May you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.